The CRF150R is a really fun bike, but it might not be for you if you are a beginner or casual trail rider. I've had a couple of them over the years, and I want to share with you what might make it a super fun bike or a dangerous bike for you. So first of all, what kind of bike is the 150R? Well, it's Honda's 150cc four-stroke liquid-cooled motocross bike. This is a race bike, not a trail bike. So what does that mean? Well, as far as the engine goes, it has about 23 horsepower, which is a lot for only 150cc. But this power is pretty much all upper RPM range power, meaning that there's very little low-end torque. So if you're considering getting one of these for your first dirt bike or you're just upgrading from your first dirt bike, it's going to be really hard to learn how to use the clutch on and ride at low speeds because when you're just trying to get going in first gear, it takes a lot of throttle to get the bike going without stalling. So it's you're going to be constantly slipping the clutch to get it going and it has very little flywheel weight, which means that it's gonna rev up really quickly. Rumble, rumble, rumble. Which is really fun and cool for accelerating or shooting roost off your uh, tire, but when you're trying to learn how to ride and use a clutch, when it revs up quickly, this makes it feel really jerky, and it's gonna feel a lot less controllable than a lower performance trail bike. And when it revs up quickly, it's gonna rev back down quickly. And this will result in a lot more stalling. So when you're like coming into a corner and you let the RPM get too low and you don't pull on the clutch, it's a lot more likely to stall, which is super frustrating if you just wanna ride for fun on the trails and you don't like kickstarting it because this is kickstart only, and it's not the easiest dirt bike to kickstart if you don't have a strong leg, uh, if you don't have proper starting technique, and if the jetting is just a little bit off. And it has a five-speed transmission, which is close ratio, so when you shift up gears, the RPM doesn't drop as much, which is ideal for racing, but this means that first gear is pretty tall, so you have to slip the clutch and get going about six, seven miles an hour before you can let the clutch all the way out and put your feet on the pegs. Whereas a trail bike, it has a lower first gear, so you only have to be going like three or four miles an hour. You don't have to use as much clutch or throttle before you can get going uh, to prevent stalling. And then top speed, which doesn't really matter that much, is around 60 miles an hour on a stock 150R. It's not like you're gonna be riding on the street or at least you shouldn't be, and you're probably not gonna be racing that fast. You're gonna be racing probably 10, 20, maybe 30 miles an hour on the track, or if you're an experienced rider on the trails. And since it's a race bike, it's gonna have more maintenance. So you're gonna expect a little more frequent oil changes compared to a trail bike. So you might be changing the oil every five or 10 hours, or maybe less, depending on where you ride and how you ride. And some people forget that there is separate engine oil from the transmission oil. So you gotta be changing both of them regularly. And if you forget, it's gonna run out of oil in one of them and can cause major problems. But does this mean that the 150R is unreliable? 
Not necessarily. You might hear of uh, valve problems, the valves going out or a drop in a valve. Well, this is usually because of a lack of maintenance or constantly hitting the rev limiter. It sounds cool, but it's gonna wear out the engine a lot faster. So the 150R is actually pretty reliable, especially if you're a casual rider or uh, a racer that doesn't hold it at uh, wide open throttle all the time. If you're just riding it for fun, you might be able to get 100 or even 200 hours on the engine before needing a rebuild if you're regularly changing the oil and keeping the air filter clean. And then what about the suspension? Well, compared to a trail bike, the CRF150R has stiffer, uh, longer travel suspension. This is for motocross racing, doing jumps and whoops and big obstacles. Because if you try and jump on a trail bike, it's gonna bottom out really easily and you're more likely to get hurt. So this stiffer suspension is gonna be a lot harsher, a lot stiffer. And if you're just riding at low speeds or trail riding, you're gonna feel that. You're gonna feel every little bump and it's gonna be a lot more exhausting. Uh, you're going to feel it in your arms and wrists, hands and back, which is why you want to start out on a trail bike if you're a trail rider. Then how about the weight? Well, the 150R is surprisingly good when it comes to power to weight ratio. So it's going to feel a lot lighter than a full-size bike, not only because it weighs less, but because the lower center of gravity. Compared to like the CRF 150F, it's actually uh, noticeably lighter. Uh, compared to the 150F or like the KLX 140 or the CRF 125 trail bike. But when you're riding in the trails, you're not going to notice a 10, 20 pound difference that much. And if you're racing, uh, compared to the 85cc two strokes, such as the YZ85 or the KTM 85SX, the 150R is noticeably heavier, mainly because of the four stroke engine that has more parts to it. And it might just be uh, a little more built to handle extra weight and because honda hasn't really changed it since the bike came out in 2007. one thing that i don't like about it even if you are a racer is the carburetor can be a little bit finicky uh, the first year or two they had a little bit of problems with the needle so if you haven't updated to the 08 and newer needle you might want to do that but since the carb it has such small jet circuit passages it can get clogged up very easily if you're letting the bike sit for a few months or if you're using poor quality gas with high amounts of ethanol in it, it's like 15% or more. So this means that you want to ride the bike every month or two and use high quality gas with little to no ethanol. And if the bike is jetted too lean, this can make it really hard to start when the engine is cold. So making sure that you got the, the jetting dialed in with the fuel screw and the pilot jet is really important if you want to start easily and have good throttle response. And if you own a 150R, have you had some of these same carb troubles? Would you like to see Honda update it to fuel injection? So how much does the 150R cost? Well, there's the small wheel and the big wheel. The small wheel is the 150R, where the big wheel is the 150RB. Some people call the big wheel the expert model as well. Uh, retail is around $5,000, uh, but you can get a used one anywhere from $1,500 up to $4,000, depending on what year and the condition of the bike. And as far as what to look for, you definitely want to pay attention to how well the bike has been maintained. So check the engine oil, the transmission oil, the air filter, as well as the radiator, because I went to look at a 150R that I was hoping to buy, 
but I popped the cap off the radiator. I didn't see any coolant. I tipped the bike all the way over to the ground and there was still no coolant. Major red flag, the bike probably overheated and caused excessive wear on the engine. Uh, this is just a sign that the owner probably didn't maintain the bike. And when I asked about how often they changed the engine oil and the transmission oil, they didn't even know there was two, two separate uh, oils. So another major red flag. So just make sure that you're looking over it real well and just asking some simple questions to see if the owner knows what they're talking about and actually took care of the bike. So if you're a beginner or casual trail rider and want a bike that's going to be easier to ride and will build your confidence faster on the trails, you should check out this video on the best four-stroke dirt bikes for beginners. I'm Kelly Fager from Motocross Hideout. Learn more, ride more.